What time is it? What time is it's it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. How's everybody doing today? I just really breathed all on the mic. Anyway, <sighs> and I am Casey, and the place to be, and that place is the Two A M podcast each and every week, bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and millennial experience. What the fuck is up, y'all? Hi, guys. We're back again. What's popping? Talk about consistency. Ooh. So we're not talking about you. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Happy summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up because a lot of niggas is like about to be in the house again. So don't say that. Yeah. I mean, I had a nice weekend. I actually did some stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was dancing and emphasizing my ass downtown. Mm. I went to have some drinks and stuff. Mm. But, um. Mm-hmm. Everything is still very like well, I don't know what the fuck you niggas be doing, but everything is very respectfully chill. Like it's all social distancing, and I think it's only Michigan because I seen some of you other niggas out. So y'all niggas out here wild, bro. Yeah, I gotta relax for real. Michigan, for real. like if you go to any bar, restaurant, club, anyway, everything is blocked off. Like you, it's all the common areas, like dance floors, like some bars have dance floors, dance floor areas, anything. It's all roped off, so you can't be near each other. But doesn't that kind of negate the 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 aspect? reason for going? Yeah, yeah, it does. So stay at home. <laughs> I think that's the point. Uh, <laughs> just download a dating app. I don't know what to tell y'all. Go to the park, but don't go there. All bullshit aside, though, please, please, please make sure y'all are uh, staying safe out here. Um, yes, I practice social distancing in life, so it's easier for me to stay away from you, motherfuckers. But, you know, if you are not one of those people, like you extroverted people that's going crazy, I don't know. Hang out with another one of your personalities or something. I don't know. But do something else besides bring your COVID ass somewhere around me. Okay? Also, um, if you plan to go overseas anytime soon, you probably want to slow that down because uh, it seems like they're not going to let a lot of people back in the country in the coming weeks. So. Actually, it's a, it's a, they're not letting people back over here? Yeah. What's well, a couple of y'all that should go? <laughs> All right, um, how's your week? We not... <laughs> what? I was just saying, if they wanted to go on vacation, oh my god, you're trying to make me like the bad guy. You just send niggas on permanent vacations. I'm trying to make people happy. If they want to leave, they need to leave for. I mean, forever. I mean, how was your week, man? My week was okay. Um, work was fine. Um, I really honestly don't remember last week. To be honest with you, what was I do I don't know. Okay, yeah, I smoked yesterday, so after the day. Friday you had, I'm, I'm I don't even know. You know, I, I did drink a lot Friday, but I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't heal like I'm in my twenties anymore, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's just a real hangover. Had sunglasses on in my house, chilling, <laughs> trying to get my life back together. <laughs> Sunglasses on in the house is kind of it's kind of funny. It was a great experience. But uh, yeah, definitely as you get older, you you it understand. It takes a little longer for you to recover. Like it's just like shit. <laughs> I woke up like oh I was drinking. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, I recovered. I was able. I really wasn't able to drink yesterday, so you know, I kept it real natural and herbal. But mm, not recovering as fast as I would like. That's good. So. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to drink a mixed drink yesterday, and I'm more of a shots girl myself. 
Because I don't like tasting alcohol. I'm either one extreme or another. I'm either taking shots or I want a frozen drink. Those are like my options. It's weird because I had an experience. I took like two shots of Patron and I fell asleep. Well, that's because you're old as shit. Like, like, I might be getting older, is, but you're already old. This is like, that shit scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, oh. oh. And, this, and honestly, now that I think about it, it's funny because Hendrix used to be alcoholic. Like, he legit used to just, like, drink all the time. Just come home and, like, like some shit you see on TV and have a beer or have a, some Hennessy out of nowhere for no reason. So, he actually might be becoming a better person. So, uh, yeah. Hey, perfect opportunity, ladies. I've been shaping him into a good man for you guys for years. And the older he gets, the better off my uh, work I got something for you to shape. Shut up. I've been shaping it this whole time. So, uh, shout out to y'all. <laughs> women benefit on the backs of other women. I'm just playing. It's funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not dealing with you today. I didn't even do anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really... I remember my week, but it wasn't really anything to... Yeah, work is pretty uneventful, honestly. I mean, on my end, work is very eventful. I just don't like the events going on, so... Well, then, be quiet. <laughs> I tried, but people don't let me. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, wow. I had to, uh, I had a nice little argument with... I, I won't even call it an argument. I just stayed in my position, um... One of them Friday nights. Oh, yeah. So, just so you know, they want you to come in Saturday and Sunday. I'm like, yeah, no. That's not going to happen. You're not about to tell me on a Friday night you need me the whole weekend. No. Fuck you. So, other than that, um, yeah. It's cool. Every, it's, uh, my facility is now construction zone. So, uh, hard head starting tomorrow. Figure out some shit going on. And, uh, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Um, other than that, I ain't really do too much, man. I I'm noticing like the what I didn't. I haven't noticed the dust. Like I guess we didn't get a lot of the dust bowl that was happening. I don't. I don't really know if a lot of other people did, but uh, the supposed dust bowl that was supposed to happen, I didn't get. We haven't got gotten any dust. It's already kind of dusty up here. So first of all, it ain't fucking dusty. And second of all, that was only supposed to hit them motherfuckers in the saw. No, nah, it was supposed to swirl around and hit us a little bit, too. Oh, but, I didn't um, see that. I only saw it was, like, down there with all them people. The questionable people, anyway. <laughs> Stop it. What was that story in the Bible? When they were trying to get everybody together? They hitting your heart. It's about Noah's heart. No. <laughs> what, what? What was that one place and they was cutting up? And he sent something down there. Oh, uh, mm. you talking about Sodom and Gomorrah? There we go. Uh, well, yeah, them niggas was wilding. Okay, that's why while. it was supposed to hit Florida. <laughs> Shout out to our Florida <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we appreciate you. You know, these, these are just jokes. Sorry, guys. Uh, There's good and bad people everywhere. <laughs> Most of the bad people live in Florida, though. <laughs> or Texas. <laughs> Shout out to our Texas. <laughs> <laughs> D Murph, what's up, man? <laughs> I mean, honestly, facts don't lie. All right, so uh, yeah, this week in the news, um, we're gonna start off with Kanye West news. Um, I don't know, I've been under a rock because I have no idea what's going on. Kanye West and Gap signed a 10 year deal for the oh, Yeezy Gap apparel line. Um, 
Kanye has been kind of under the radar for a minute, and he's been doing some stuff that, uh, you know, is to be acknowledged, but he's also been quiet, so we have to kind of acknowledge that, too. Like, I mean, that's good. Yeah, when you know. When he talk, it's usually bullshit. He, he donated to causes, he you know, to the Black Lives Matter causes and stuff like that. He didn't make a big fuss about it. You know, that was just something that was reported. Um, he hasn't been tweeting like that for real, for real. Um, I guess he's putting out uh, Jesus is King Part 2 with Dr. Dre. So, I mean, you guys can tell me what that sounds like. I'm interested, but I'm not. So, uh, let me know how that sounds. Um, yeah, Kanye's just been kind of under the radar doing a little shit that's, uh, you know, it's nice. You know, he's a... Apparel, he, he's a fashion designer now, for real, for real. And, you know, I guess I'll look at some of the... I, I saw his perfect uh, hoodie or whatever. I'm like, it's a fucking hoodie. Like, dude, what are you talking about? It's not a perfect hoodie. It's just a hoodie. But Who hoodie perfect? Kanye West uh, has a perfect hoodie. What does that mean? It's I guess it's supposed to be perfectly shaped, but it's not. Have um, <laughs> you tried it on? <laughs> no, just look like on him. It just it doesn't look. Well, hell perfect. no, he's in perfect shape. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that would be subjective to whoever has it on. You know what I'm saying? Right, but don't call it perfect. You later. <laughs> this is, uh, any shout out to Kanye West for uh, his sweet. Gap deal. I don't even know where gaps are. Like I think it's one by my home. Oh, never mind, Gap. Yeah, that's old, old Davy. Yeah, I don't know where Gap oh, is. Oh shit! I forgot about Gap. <laughs> but maybe he'll stop charging people too much for them raggedy ass clothes. I don't know. That'd probably be seventy dollars for a hoodie. <clears throat> I, I think that's better than what he was charging for other motherfucking shits. True. Um, in other news, the cartoon community, um, Family Guy, The Simpsons, Big Mouth, a lot of their voice actors, um, their white voice actors who. Voiceover characters for people in color, a people of color characters. Um, they say they will no longer do those characters and um, solidarity to the people of color. Um, they want more people of color voice actors, and this is, I think, is is big. It is big, but it's like that's just common knowledge. I understand a lot of voice actors are very good at doing voices, but a black person should probably voice a black character and a Indian character should, you know, somebody Indian should be doing some uh, Indian character. Like that's just kind of common sense. Well, I agree that, um, wow, 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 wow. Well, I I agree with you that I think that these um they should be voiced by, you know, whatever race that um you know they are. I just think that some of this stuff is whoa, just whoa, whoa, extra. Whoa, whoa. We get we got a whole I got three of the extra shit. That's this is a conclusion. Okay. I should have. Also, L'Oreal announces they will be removing whitening. From their products. They're not actually removing the whitening. They're just not calling it whitening anymore. You know. What? So if you have like some whitening uh, face primer or something like that. It won't be called whitening. It'll be like illuminating or some shit like that. What? Okay. And number three. Because this is a trifecta. This is hair stuff? Hair, makeup, 
Hold on. <laughs> and the trifecta. I don't know what's going on. Number three, the Houston Association of Realtors will no longer use master to des- describe bedrooms or bathrooms. Now they'll use the word primary to describe the main <laughs> bedroom okay. and bathrooms in real estate properties. I'm not that mad at that one. That one I'm not that mad at, actually. That one didn't bother me as much as the other ones. Because I can get it. I'm sure it's some hidden, you know, bullshit in that. So that's cool. That's that's cool. Go offices. But in in conclusion, it's uh especially on the, the back end of the Aunt Jemima situation and also the Uncle Ben situation. And keep in mind, Aunt Jemima's, uh, her family has stated that they really don't like the move to transition away from Aunt Jemima because they feel like she'll be erased from people's memory and she was such a... Isn't she just a hired actress or model? Like yeah. she doesn't, she didn't actually make the fucking syrup, right? But girl, she's go sit on that image of you know slavery. <laughs> Fuck out of here! <laughs> in Big Mama's house. So yeah, a lot of things are changing, and it's in the name of uh, I don't even know what the fuck is in the name of people are. It's just it's okay. So this is the thing. Let me say this. I I don't have an issue with like. The Andrew Mama thing, yeah, that's some racist shit. Take her off, you know. Um, Uncle Ben, uh, Uncle Ben may not be as racist, my man, because everybody got uncles. But the whole uh, Andrew Mama thing is fucking. It's a little off. Take that, take her ass off of there. Probably call her a bitch, but I don't know her. Um, take that shit off of there, okay? But even with the voice actors, that's what I was saying about that. I think that it's a little much. You're already in that role. You've already been doing that role. I don't. I think. It's one of those things where we can do better in the future. You know what I mean? Like, because that's like telling jobs that like unlawfully hired a white person or over a over over uh, over a qualified black person because of racism. That's like saying fire everybody and go through all the applications again. Like it's just extra. Like y'all can continue doing that, and we will you know do better in the future. It's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, and I do understand all of these our benefits of systematic racism in the system. But we need to start from the top. Syrup, cartoon actors, none of that shit is stopping cops from killing motherfuckers. So let's start with some policy. Let's start with, you know what I'm saying, some allies, some allegiance, some support, some solidarity. All of these things are good to making actual change because it's just like, we're still, we're still trying to get them to arrest the cops that killed fucking, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit, I can't talk. We're still trying to get them to arrest Rihanna's other killers, right? All right. So we need to focus on stuff like that. That's still a thing. The motherfuckers are still living their best lives. You know what I'm saying? We need to still need to like worry about policy worry about our laws like how we pass a law for Brianna Taylor but her killers haven't been arrested you know what I'm saying like does it it doesn't make any sense so we need to be doing things like that I appreciate all the little things and it's like it's almost feels like false hope it's just like yes these are good things you know what I'm saying like I'm grateful I appreciate these little things and people even though some of them are pandering to black people we all know that we are hip but I will say this, and this is getting off topic, so I'm not going to go into detail or go deep into it. But at the end of the day, we 
as a people, even though a lot of these people are fucking pandering, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> but we do have to allow people to change. Like, we can't be like, oh, I'm gonna, you've been racist since 2009 and you're sitting here saying that you're not racist anymore or that you're still learning. The whole point is if we attack everyone that decides that they changed their mind or that now they're more educated to, you know what I'm saying, be a better person, we have to allow people to do that because that's the whole way you undo the system. Obviously, people have been racist before. We have been systematically oppressed. All these things are facts. So if people are learning the error of their ways and changing, then we have to give them the space and opportunity to do that. You can be like, oh, well, you wasn't riding with us before. Well, now I am. And we have to be like, okay, I accept you. And I acknowledge the fact that you had to change your ways and your ideologies and the way you thought before. And we have to accept that. Because if, if you get nothing from altering your opinion and learning and growing and becoming better, then what's the fucking point of doing it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. So we have to, as a people, also have to be more accepting. Yes, acknowledge people who are pandering. If you are saying Black Lives Matter or you are saying I'm not fucking racist and you're throwing money into Trump's donations, then that's fair. Fuck them. Personally. Fuck those people. But if people are sitting here like, you know what, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to do better. Cool. You have to put, but allow them to put, allow them the time, opportunity to put action behind those words. Like the NFL. He didn't release all these statements and doing this and we'll stand in solidarity. That's cool. But I want to see those are words. You're probably pandering because y'all did all that shit in black block cat. Now this nigga really get a job and somebody is like working him out or whatever the fucking case may be. And that actually happens. Then I feel like there's action behind your words. Yeah. I think we spoke, uh, spoke about, well, I tried to speak about this, um, last week. It's a lot of window dressing. Like, like Casey was saying, like, yeah, all these moves are necessary and some shit that should have probably been done a long time ago. But at its core, what is it doing? Like, we have real, like, real life needs that need to be addressed. Like, they're still out here killing people of color every still, day. Still, to this day. <laughs> no matter the pro, as, and if you notice, like, all the protest coverage is now going by the wayside. Even though nobody stopped protesting. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's the thing. You know, the media cycle is we just on, what it yeah, is. Yeah, we only can focus on one thing at a time. And I feel like people don't realize that. I'm not, no, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying we should only focus. I'm saying it seems as if either they assume or we assume that we can only tackle one thing at a time. And I, because I heard a lot about that when, um, with the whole thing that was going on when everybody when everybody first started protesting, like, oh, I haven't seen nothing about COVID. COVID is still out here murking niggas. But right now, we are focusing on riots and we're focusing on protests and we're focusing on the issues with the black community right now. And now it's like, oh, we're going back to COVID because the numbers are going up. You know what I'm saying? It's like the media is what the media is. But you, especially now, we are not as blind and we have way more access to things in this generation with your phone, with the internet, and with everything where you can stay up to date on everything because those numbers or the stuff that's going on is still being documented. And the same thing with process, you can still find information on things that's going on. All you have to do is be diligent and look for it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally everything is in your hand. It's in the palm of your fucking hand. So just, you have to be, you can't be like, oh, well, the news is not saying this or the news is not saying that. Cool. Well, you can seek those things out. Yeah, because it's very present it is accessible for sure like i tell people all the time like uh, google is right there quick google search um 
they've done a good job of like fact checking a lot of things, especially mm-hmm. during like um, the pandemic. You know, I want you niggas to stop reposting old ass articles. So I do. I really do. right, and a lot of like fact check yourself. Yeah, Shit. definitely, definitely, and a lot of things are you know by organizations who that's their job to report shit like data like stop listening to opinions and all that like look at the data and go for it go for it yourself all right i ain't we not getting too political and shit but yeah like depending on where you do your research you might get a different number so yeah the facts are out there um lastly for this week NASCAR racer Bubba Wallace. Um, Sunday before his uh, race in Talladega, it was announced that a noose had been found in his garage. Now, this is where, you know, if you don't know, Bubba Wallace is the only black driver in NASCAR. Um, During the social justice reform, he has been a very big proponent of eliminating the Confederate flag from NASCAR. Not only NASCAR, but a lot of the states in which NASCAR runs in. And this was kind of shocking in the beginning. And then it took a quick turn. And then it took another quick turn. So in the beginning... We got the report that a noose was found in his garage, and we were all outraged. The next day, we got, oh, the FBI did a, a report, and there's no hate crime, and it's just a regular rope, and next one, you know. I'm like, okay, well, shit, the FBI said, you know. <laughs> oh, our, our, right, our, incredible. Right, our stupid ass was like, oh, well, the FBI said it wasn't a rope, so, you know, bubble smoke lead and shit like that, you know. And then I think it was, I want to say it was either Thursday or Friday, NASCAR actually released the photo of the rope that was in Bubba Wallace's garage. And that's a fucking noose. Yeah. Shout out to Down With The King podcast. Uh, That's a fucking noose. Okay. That is not a pull down rope for your garage. Like I have a pull down rope in my garage. It don't look like that. That is a mini noose. Okay. So, yeah. a lot of people attacked Bubba Wallace and tried to, you know, when I say a lot of people, you guys know what a lot of people means. Um, Whites. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck out of here. No, fuck that. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's get to the shit. Not all whites. You know, no, just I'm saying the whites were the one that was harassing him. <laughs> no, I didn't say a, all the whites. It was, some, it was some black people. Okay, it's also the, some black people that support Trump, so we know what, what, what the setup is. Racist. Racist coons. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Uncle Ruckus <laughs> ass nigga. NASCAR did a very diligent search. Uh, they searched all their facilities. They said they found 11 ropes uh, throughout, 11 pull down ropes throughout all their, I think it was 1,200 garages, and they found 11 pull down ropes. Mm-hmm. And only one of them was fashioned in. The form of a noose, which yeah. happened to be the one that was found in Bubba's Wall- Bubba Wallace's garage. And who's really surprised by that? I mean, the FBI is still a government agency, so oh there's that. Oh so of course, did they change the narrative? 
You gonna answer the emails this week? Um, <laughs> kiss my ass, suck my dick. So yeah, I mean, back to what we were just talking about as far as the you know changing of character of voice actors and taking whitening out of product names and you know changing master bathrooms into primary bathrooms. Oh, that's great! But guess what? It's the year of our Lord 2020, and the only black NASCAR driver found a fucking noose. They've been hanging people. Shit, we've seen that. So, I mean, at the end of the day. Add to the fact that they are actively hanging people and blaming it on suicide. I don't know who decides to get on a tree and commit suicide. There's just so many other places that, never mind. Like, hang yourself. Listen to our episode Everyday Struggle. At the end of the day, I do, I will say this. I'm going to shoot them people some bail. Like, I get it. Like, if, let's say you are somebody else and you are not in the government or you're not a poli- in a position to change policy or, you know, you've signed all the petitions and. It's the, about black people? No, I'm saying about people in general. And, the, and you're doing the least you could do. So, like, I understand people saying, okay, like, I might not be, you know, very knowledgeable about politics, but I am a real estate agent. You know what I'm saying? And if the only thing that, the one thing I can, way I I can invoke change is to be like, you know what? This is a primary bedroom instead of a master bedroom because that sounds a little fucking slavery-ish. I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? If they's like, okay, I'm not going to like, you know, crucify you for it because I understand if you're like, okay, this is the least I can do. Yeah, like I said, we're we're scoring points. We are scoring points in uh, a good, a good. You know, we're in the rhythm. We're scoring points. We're making baskets, but I'm just saying, let's not negate the the bigger changes that has to be made. Yeah, we still down, and we're still trying to you know come back. You're trying to make a basketball. Basketball's <laughs> coming back. Okay, don't worry about it. Shit, is it? Uh, I think they're going to be a Disney World. <laughs> Have you seen what's going on around Disney World? No, well, they locked them in there. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, basketball is back. Baseball is back. Well, we'll be back. Baseball will be back baseball, on. Baseball, when is opening day? Because I was trying to take that day off before shit shut down. <laughs> July. I think baseball comes back July 23rd, and basketball comes back July is 31st. baseball fans list, too? Um, yes. Not that I was ever going to a baseball game. Baseball is some of the most boringest shit I've ever Yo, seen in my life. You gotta relax, man. Nothing wrong with baseball life. It's actually everything wrong with baseball. The, the best thing about baseball is the fact they sell hot dogs. <laughs> so, there's that. And sausages and mixed drinks that are very strong. Yes, but the, the hot dogs <laughs> is the best part. Uh, yeah, so sports will be back. Uh, prices, though. $20 fucking dollars for a hot dog. About three packs. Yeah, um, so that's all of the news stories that I want to touch on this week. Mm. <sighs> Man. <sighs> all right, what's poppin'? Come on, keep it pushing. I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so in that, in that fashion, we're just going to get into our shit for this week. What's poppin'? Tell me, tell me what the, the tea is. All right, so this week... Smoldering hot. <laughs> Smoldering hot tea, oh my God. Um, This week, I wanted to talk about trauma. Uh, trauma and relationships and i'm asking the question of why do we tend to accuse people of doing traumatic things to us in relationships which in you know which in hindsight aren't really that traumatic 
Now, the reason I ask that is because me and Casey have been on this, I guess this year we can call it like one of our growth years. And I understand that, but especially, you know, this year we've been trying to grow and, you know, tackle some of that, those issues we've had in the past and who hurt us and why they hurt us and why do we feel like they hurt us and, you know, things of those type of uh, magnitude. And I'm, I'm really coming to realize a lot of that shit wasn't that serious. And it was your fault. I'm not speaking from personal experience because I'm much perfect, but I'm talking about (sighs) Okay. And uh, in hindsight, like I really, it was an overreaction. And what I mean by that is like me, let's say me and light-skinned girls. Like I broke up with a light-skinned girl like when I was a kid. Like she, you know, and as a kid, she broke my heart. And then I, you know, kind of swore off light-skinned girls and shit like that. It's like, dude, like you're like a kid and get over it. Like, 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 oh no, this girl's going to abuse me and do this and do that. Now, keep in mind, we are not in any way, shape, or form talking about anything serious. So we're not talking about physical abuse. We're not talking about mental abuse. None of that shit. Just surface level shit. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Tall niggas been breaking my heart forever. Like, you know, let me try. I'm, I'm, I don't fuck with tall niggas no more. Like, who would say that? I'm trying. Like, Maybe short people. I'm trying to, you know, help us short niggas out. You know, boost oh, our I stock see, a I little see what bit. You try to do. So, yeah, what's something? <laughs> shut up. What's something traumatic? That happened to you a while ago in a relationship that in hindsight you look at and it wasn't really that traumatic. Like it wasn't that serious. It wasn't that deep. You kind of overreacted to it. Um, yeah, this is a hard topic for me. I'm going to be honest with you because I really don't overreact. I need to underreact. Um, so it was hard for me that's an overreaction. to uh, really think about this. This is a topic for men. Because y'all do dumb shit. Mm. All right. Let's talk about me. Let's, yes. Let's. Yeah. Let's let me. Let's, me. Re, let's respond to you. Let's talk about me. That so, sounds easier because I'm so great. Whenever I see the gold digger topic come up. Oh, God. I, I really don't have anything to say because I really don't deal with women out of my price range. And I know that sounds bad to say, but no, no, no. I no, really I'm have saying a question. The, the, no, before you finish that, I just want to ask you. I want to pose you niggas with a question. What is somebody that makes the same or more than you gold digging? You don't have no gold. What? Right, but that's what I'm saying. What are they taking from? But that's the thing, niggas. Think a girl that want to go on a date and had them pay is a gold digger. So, some do, yeah, most do because I've even been conditioned. Um, we talked about that earlier this week. I've even been conditioned in that in that way where I'm like, okay, you know what, I just pay for my shit. So, with that being the case, we did talk about this. Um, this one said the next time I date somebody, it's gonna be rough, and what I mean by that, rough for them because. 
I've done so much and I've been so much of like showing niggas my worth and value and being great and really being like a really good mate and being over understanding and being all of these things like that, that it's really going to have to be like, let me take you out. Let me take you out. I actually take you out every week before I'm like, okay, because now, cause like I would love to actually go on a date where I don't have to feel bad and a guy pays without guilting me or make me feel like I got to fuck or make me feel, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody that's really like trying to court you properly. I've never experienced it. And some of it might be my own fault because like I said, I'm the first one to be like, I don't want a nigga to feel like I owe him shit. So I'll pay for my food. I'm yeah. not for your shit. I'll pay for my food. I'll, you know what I'm saying? I'll do this. I'll do that. And at this point, no, because I know where I'm, I know what I'm coming to the table with. I know what I'm worth. And at this point, I'm just not doing it anymore because I am gainfully employed. My life is stable. I am good. I don't have to prove to you my value and my worth. And I'm not going to do that. Like, oh, well, I got it. 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 I'm the independent, strong woman. That's cool. I already know that. And so show me why I need you. I mean, but I think what you just said is, in fact, trauma. Like, you've dealt with people who have made you feel like you had to do things in order to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So I believe that is trauma. Like me, for me, I'm the guy that um, I tend to overplease mm-hmm. because I feel like um, sometimes I might lack in other areas as far as like attention and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I do just space out and I do want to be alone and by myself. So. You know what I'm saying? But I do pay attention. Like, you know, we can have a conversation. You can bring something up. And I remember. Like, my memory is very good. So, oh, yeah. She said, you know, when it's gift-giving time and shit like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, here you go. You said you wanted this, like, two months ago. So, hey. Got it. And then it's not like. No, you look. It's our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want to. I was going to ask, like, what is this? Out of sight, out of mind thing that that men have. Out of sight, out of mind as far as what? Like, when I'm with you, I'm with you. When I'm not, I'm minding my fucking business. And it's like, you know, a woman can be like, oh, I miss you. Or I want to see you. Or da 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 da. Or we talk regularly. A man can be not present and not present in any capacity. Where I don't talk to you. I don't, we don't communicate. But they want to act normal as fuck when they're in your face. I think for me, that was something that had to happen as far as like the the growth, the growth and maturation and understanding that sometimes it is better to consistently communicate. And it, and it, I, I used to think that it was more so like, oh, this person wants to talk on the phone for like five hours because they're not around me. And in most cases, it's just like, oh, I'm called you for a 20-minute conversation, and mm-hmm. I'll go back to doing what I was doing, which was nothing. Like, and why do people, I don't think this is gender-specific, act like once you got somebody, that nobody else want them? Because I'm going to tell you, wait, you when what? you out of sight, out of mind me, <laughs> what? when you out of sight, out of mind me, it made me feel like you clearly don't understand my value. And realize that just like you minding your fucking business, I could be minding my business with the company and somebody else because there's somebody else that's being all the the attentive things and being present and everything like that. So it's just like, if that's what you want, like, 
I can mind my business and do what the fuck I want to do somewhere else. So you can go have live your life. That's cool since I'm the afterthought and I can be the first thought for somebody else. And that's why I feel like people would do a lot better in relationships. They realize they like that whole, I know it's like a meme and it's like one of them things like, oh, whatever, fuck that. You should still be treating your mate like you was when you was trying to get their attention. Absolutely. And I feel like people fail to realize that. So, yo, oh, I don't want to be alone. I, wanna spend, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to tell. I'm living my life. I'm tired. I'm doing this. Okay. It's somebody that got time. I mean. And it's somebody that got the energy to put the effort for it. So, you can act like I'm this old undesirable hoe, but there's some people trying to get my attention. And every time I turn somebody down, I'm thinking about the fact that so you're not you paying me no attention. About- dating exclusively or are you speaking about in a relationship in a relationship in a relationship yeah like you have to pay your partner some attention and like i said it doesn't i i was for a long time i was in the mindset of oh i have to pay this person attention like all day like consistently like we have to text all day we have to talk all day that's not the case a lot of people don't most people really don't want to be bothered like that. Like, oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, okay, I'm watching the show or just thinking about you. I mean, How's you really doing? It really could be something, yeah, it's to the effect of I'm just thinking about you. Right, but it, it took me a while to understand it. Yeah. Because I don't want to talk to nobody all day. I'm first of all, to all day is myself. But sometimes I get tired of her too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, shut up. I'm trying to go to sleep. Oh, That's funny. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I'm honest. It took me a while to get to that point it of did. just. It definitely did take you a long time. You got a lot of issues. <sighs> you got a lot of issues too, and you the are. The crazy thing about it is that I really am perfect. I talked to my counselor about this, and she was just like, "Yeah, you just really keep meeting a whole bunch of horrible people." And I'm like, "Man, it's crazy because I'm so crazy." I mean, well, some people would say the fact that you have a counselor to talk to makes you. Makes I'm healthy means I'm healthy because a lot of you niggas need counseling. Yeah. A lot. Actually, most of y'all motherfuckers need counseling. The people that don't want to go to counseling is the ones who need it the most. Y'all don't want to see that y'all fucked up. I don't want to get locked up. That's all. But, um, yeah, because if you want to hurt you, you want to hurt yourself or anybody else, well, you're going to get They're going to take your ass to jail. <laughs> so, um, I think another traumatic thing for me, um, would be the. I guess I didn't really get the competitive aspect of dating when I was younger. So I was of the mindset like, oh, okay, it's either me or you or it's you and whoever. And you have to understand, like, if you're not in a, a, a relationship, it's fair fucking game. Honestly. It's still like it's fair game. And I you wanna have- get out of the habit of sparing niggas. <laughs> And I think a lot of people do. And most people do. I've I've been in, on both sides of that that spectrum of like, oh, okay, I'm interested in this person, but this person is not giving me exactly what I want. And like you were saying earlier, it's like it's five people willing to give me everything that I want, even though I want this person specifically to give me what I want, like. These five other people are ready, willing, and able. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to get over the the competition on both sides. Competing for a woman and actually, you know, putting a woman on a a pedestal to and ignoring other potential suitors. 
Like that's some, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I talked to such and such, and that's it. Like, I'm not talking to nobody else. Yeah. When in reality, such and such was talking to A, B, and C. It's like, oh, well, I probably should have played that a little bit better. Yeah, that happens with men more often than not. Men are always fucking everybody and they mind their auntie and probably your sister. Don't fuck sisters. That's nasty. Niggas do it all the time. They be fucking their sister. Sure, I don't even know. Please don't fuck your sister. That is disgusting. Um. So what other traumatic things? If I think about something traumatic, I would say every time somebody hurt me, abandoned me, left me, or mistreated me. That, to me, I feel like in the moment, it felt so traumatic. Like, damn, what the fuck did I do wrong? Why am I? Why is all this thing happening to me? Why am I constantly losing in life? Why are you, you know what I'm saying? It was like such a big deal. And I just realized that those people suck. And karma will, um, <laughs> karma will fix that. <sighs> so anytime bad things happen to bad people, I'll be happy. Because oh, you deserve don't it. Don't say that. Why? Oh, my God. Like, I might not be able to get you back, but somebody will. Somebody going to fuck your dumb ass up. And everything will be right in the world. And that's just, I don't know. Um, I guess... <laughs> Jesus, I lost my whole thought. Um, I think something else that I realized in hindsight isn't as traumatic as it was uh, originally is just letting people go. Like you, like kind of like what you, well, not really because you took that way left. Um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't understand that like breakups happen. You really don't hold any ownership on people, whether regardless of you guys are together or not. And sometimes it's best to just walk away from shit, leave shit alone. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't maintain um, a friendship or, you know what I'm saying, some kind of like, oh, hey, you know, a cordial relationship. Like, it doesn't, you know, oh, this was, I had plans for this person, and we were going to do this, this, and this, and that. It's like, okay. I think, and I think a lot of that happens just because, like, the idea of starting over is rough. Like, if you develop a relationship with somebody, like, maybe you fell in love with them or something like that. That idea of, like, wow, I have to build that foundation of love, respect, and trust again, like... And realizing that building it in general is really hard. It's not even like, oh, find a new person, then we're gonna fall in love. No, 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 no. You have to find somebody you fucking like first, and it's just like that's hard because people are stupid. And I feel like people don't really understand that whatever relation, whatever connection you built with somebody, that is a unique connection that yeah, you built with somebody. True. I do think that. I think people try to recreate their same relationship over and over again and it doesn't work like that. Yeah, that's not... Unless it's a terrible person, then... It doesn't work like them. that and it's not healthy. You should not look at your new partner in the same eyes that you look at your former partner. Like, my, they're completely different people. This is the thing. You were like... And I know I talk about this a lot, kind of, but really self-worth and self-love is so, 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 so important. And I feel like you really have to develop it before you find a relationship. And I mean that because a lot of times you can, if you don't have that foundation of self-love, you will get to the point where you're valuing that person more than you're valuing yourself. Because I know they said that this is like the negative aspect of our generation, but to me, I think it's a good thing. The fact that we love ourselves enough to get the fuck on. A lot of our elders do not have that same strength or ability to move the fuck on. And we do have that ability because... Mm, that person, if it don't work for you, if it's no longer serving you, or if it's just like, and I'm not talking about, I do believe that in relationships, you can fix things, you can move things, move through things, but we're kind of conditioned as women specifically that if that man is not cheating on you, 
or beating on you, then the relationship has to be perfect. No, 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 no. That can still not be a good relationship. Even if just because he's not being your ass, because he's not cheating on you, don't mean the relationship is good. He could be unattentive. He could be shitty. He could be inconsiderate. He could be that out of sight, out of mind type. He can be all of these things, unsupportive. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, I don't know, unaffectionate, unattentive, all these things like that. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, if it's making you sad and making you miserable and hurting you, then it still don't mean it's better for you. Like we need to stop minimalizing what we need to be happy. Right. And I'm not saying other people should make you happy, but I'm saying like, all right, if I'm a happy person, but I'm in, I'm about to decide to be in a relationship and you are literally just like not adding anything to my life. Like I'm not getting affection from you. I'm not getting attention from you. I'm not getting anything from you that's supposed to be benefits of a relationship. So if, you know what I'm saying, companionship, I'm not getting anything from you, then you are a burden. You just baggage that I'm carrying. So you need to be able to be in a position to be like, you know what? Actually, I choose me. I choose happiness. And you're not providing me or adding to that. All you're doing is stress. Like, your relationship should not stress you out. And if you're sitting there stressing me out, then I need to get the fuck on. I do I, know, I do believe in counseling, marriage counseling, relationship counseling, getting y'all shit together. If it's something workable. But it's the difference between effort and non-effort. If that person is not putting in any effort to fix the issues, then they don't care about the issues. And from the male side of that... um, it took me a while to understand that issues are going to happen regardless. Like nothing's perfect. Nothing will be just peachy all the time. So yeah, she'll nag. She'll irritate the fuck out of you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but it people have a different interpretation of nagging. Some niggas think that, okay, she asked me to do shit. Like, why she all on me? The fuck she want? Like, yeah, all right, got you. Damn. Shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So And see that's a okay, I'm gonna let you finish your point. So it was it was a thing for me to learn that like, okay, it's a reason for everything. So try to find out the reason for it. Don't just okay, yeah, she on my case, she nagging the fuck out of me. Like, I'm about to go, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying, ooh, let me hit baby girl up and figure out, you know, what she on or to make, <laughs> to make me, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> feel happier, you know what I'm saying, so, yeah, that's something that, that comes with growth, like, bro, sometimes you just have to sit in that shit and work it out, be adult, figure out what the fuck is going on. And figure out what you can do to improve it. And if you come to the conclusion that you can't do shit, cool. Like, you address that then. But you have to put that effort in to actually make sure that you're doing what you need to do to make shit work. And it's funny because I'm not a nagger. I've never nagged nobody in my damn life. If anything, I'm more likely to get irritated and be quiet. Definitely. Um... That's definitely my personality. My personality is not to go, this fuck you, nigga. You know exactly what the fuck you should have did. You know exactly the fuck you supposed to be doing. And I'm not about to raise no grown ass man. I feel like a nagging is something a parent supposed to do when they're trying to tell you what to do. I'm not trying to tell you what you do because at the end of the day, and I don't know if that's bad or good. Maybe I talked to my therapist about this. I don't know if it's bad or good, but I want you to do what you want to do. I say that with everything when it comes to cheating, relationships, affectionate, being present, talking to me, anything. I want you to do how you. Do what you would want to do. Act how you would usually act. Because if you're not, then it's disingenuous. That's just not who. That's who you. That's not who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's that's at the in your character. And that's who you are as a person. I can't change that. You gotta want to change it. So if you're not doing it on your own accord, it's something you don't want to do. And I can't make you. And I'm not. So all I'm gonna do is get the fuck on. 
You can't handle that? Cool. All right. Well, bye. Yeah. And I, I think, and it all goes back to the growth aspect of it because we've all been in situations where we look back and it's like, damn, I should have handled this way differently. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying. Okay. Do people like really do bad people know they bad people? I asked, I asked you this. Did I ask you? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do bad people know they bad people? Like, if you're just, like, neglecting your mate, being shitty, going out partying, drinking, I'm not necessarily saying you cheating, but, or you could be, whatever. Like, do you know you a fucked up ass person? Because that's a lot of people at their core, they're very, very selfish people. Like, I'll take my brother, for instance. I love my brother. I don't have to deal with him in the way other women deal with him. But even as a sibling, it took for my dad to, like, tell me, like, he is selfish. Mm-hmm. He can't even make decisions. Like, you know how some like I'm one of people, I'm like an empath. So like every decision that I make, I think about how it affects other people. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me overly nice. Because I go out of my way not to hurt people and I go out of my way not to hurt people's feelings. Um and I consider their feelings and I consider how what I do, my actions or things I say and how they affect them. A very selfish person. They don't think like that. They only think about in that moment what makes me happy and how I'm going to feel. They can't even fathom the thought process I have where I think about what I do and how it affects other people. I think about what I do, whether it's good or bad. Like, oh, this is going to make them really happy. This is going to this is gonna do this. This is going to make this is gonna hurt their feelings. This is going to make them sad. This is how I think. Selfish people don't think like that. Yeah. And so it took me realizing that that's who he was to love him, knowing that I feel sorry for people who do. <laughs> but I also, like, I love him through his flaws, but I also don't have to deal with him. I'm not loving no niggas through no flaws like that. That ain't one. That ain't on the list. I think a lot of selfish people, um, I think they tend to live in the moment and they really don't process what the after effects of that would be. So it's like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. It's like, okay, but if you do this, this is going to happen. Oh yeah, but I want to do this right now. They deal with it in the moment because they can't. They don't understand your feelings. Yeah, or care to. Yeah, it's more about okay. I want to do what makes me happy, and and those yeah. and selfish people are always people you want to be in a relationship with. And I know that sounds fucked up, but them people probably should be alone because they can't even get to the point where they care about how what they doing is making you feel. They don't even understand it. It's like okay, well, how did that affect? I mean, but they ain't gonna do with us. What you fucking somebody else getting them knocked up actually has everything to do with us, but they don't see it like that. Yeah. So yeah. it's just one of them things where you just gotta make sure you're not dealing with no fucked up people, like no selfish type people. Because some people are selfish. Like I said, I am overly nice because I can't help it. It's my natural disposition to be like, okay, well, how is this decision I'm making for myself affecting other people and people around me? How are they gonna feel about it? Everybody not like that. And as soon as you realize that, the better off you'll be. And uh, the last thing for me. Just to make uh, Casey smile a little bit. Um, The growth for me from uh, feeling like I had to coerce people to get what I wanted. And it took a while to understand that everything is not meant for you. So, yeah, you might want something really, really bad. Or you might want somebody to do something really, really bad. And, yeah, it might not be the greatest decision. So, don't just try to, you know work your way in or manipulate manipulate your way into getting what you want like it took me a while to understand that that's what i was doing in my mind you know what i'm saying it 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 felt like i was just 
being, I was just asking, like, okay, yeah, hey, you want to do this today? Or you want to go here? Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I know I said, I, like, <laughs> like you were talking about with the day. Like, yeah, you know, I said I didn't really have no money. But, you know, if you want to go out to eat, like, we, I'll go with you to go out to eat. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't got it. But, uh, oh, no, I'll pay. You know, I like you. Or I love you. Like, I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, it took a while to understand that. You know, all that shit that you really, really want, you don't be wanting. It sounds good in theory, but in reality, it's not that deep. So, yeah, the whole coercion and shit like that. I mean, I don't think it, I think it's traumatic for me to look back on some of the things that I've done in in hindsight. It's like, yeah, all that shit was unnecessary. It's like, just, I'm not saying take what you can get, because that sounds desperate and that, feels like you know oh well this person is giving you the bare minimum so just take it because you know you could be getting nothing but yeah going above and beyond and shit like that a lot of times it's not necessary so just just relax mm-hmm. so yeah um if you guys have you got anything else to add to that no i'm perfect am i um all right no, my got, therapist told me I was that's her job no it's not her job is to make me think objectively about me no. Because I said, okay, this, okay, sorry, this is one little thing. Actually, it's like a little off topic, but I feel like this is how a conversation has been off topic, so whatever. <laughs> um, I used to feel some kind of way because I would always see them as mean. First of all, stop getting your life ideologies from memes and Instagram and Facebook because them people are dumb and fucked up too. The people <laughs> who making that shit are ignorant and they just trying to, they just going to write anything to make they narrative, like to create the narrative in which it applies to them. So they don't seem so fucked up and terrible. So just, you know, just that. Um, but the point I'm going to make, I used to feel so kind of way because I always see this meme about like, oh, if all, if you know what I'm saying, you can't always play the victim, all relationships, you know what I'm saying? Like you, it, the common denominator is you. So it has to be you. And I used to always feel triggered when I saw that because I'm like, well, no, I really just met a whole bunch of trash ass people or, you know what I'm saying? Or alone, all these niggas really all continuously, almost intentionally decided to get together and fuck me over. And I used to feel so bothered by that. And I was talking to my uh, therapist last week and I told her and she was just like, no, it's not even like people, oh, you playing a victim. No, you really could have just made met of multiple fucked up ass people and a lot of good people do attract multiple fucked up ass people so do it make you a bad person absolutely the fuck not is it your fault absolutely the fuck not that's still a version of victim blaming and i hope people get to the point where they can acknowledge that it is because if you're sitting here like defending like oh well you picked them no it's not no fuck that why are these people like that it costs you absolutely nothing to be a decent human being so why do i have to be like oh okay let me you know what I'm saying? Why don't I blame myself because you mm-hmm. happen to be shitty and toxic? That's not fair. Right. And I had to, and like I said, so now I know that y'all niggas really are shitty and toxic and y'all don't want to be better and that has nothing to do with me. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you guys have any um, trauma that you've overcome and uh, worked through and felt like it's not as big of a deal as it was as you were going through it, um, let us know. You can do so by emailing us at ax2ampodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. So, KC, what's uh, grinding your gears this week? Mm, 
bad thing, I guess. I don't know. Everything. I really just don't like people. I, and I realize that more and more as I live my life that, like, people are fucked up. I had a conversation with my friends yesterday that was really irritating. Um, and I honestly don't know why I had it because I already know how my uh, friend's mate is cut. Like, he's one of those people that I would choose never to have a conversation with ever in life. Like, people that intentionally, even if they agree with you, they disagree. Or they just feel so strongly about some shit and they be wrong, loud and wrong one of people. Yeah. He's like that. And so, um, I should have never had that conversation. I feel like I was really talking to my friends and then the guy started talk, commenting and nobody asked him. <laughs> and so, I just got irritated. And I really was going to take my black ass home. But I stayed. I was irritated the whole day, though. So, I mean, people just um, talking to me really is grinding my gears. Or people having opinions that are just ignorant. Like, just shut up, honestly, quite frankly. This is one of those things. Um, Protect your peace. And it don't matter how close you are to somebody, you don't have to deal with people that's close to them. You know what I'm saying? You can just be like, you know what? I'll deal with you by yourself because this person is dumb and I don't want to be around them. No offense. I think their relationship is cool, whatever. They ain't got shit to do with me, but I don't want to be, or at least not have conversations with them. Like... You know what I'm saying? You can keep people at arm's length regardless right. of what, you know what I'm saying, how that affects anything else. So, yeah, protect your peace at all costs. That's good. Um, what about you? Um, I guess it's kind of similar to that. Uh, I would say personal space. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, 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 big proponent of personal space. I my personal space. I don't. Um... <laughs> uh yeah like i just i like all my shit in order i like you know what i'm saying like when i leave something i want to come back to it exactly how it was i don't want shit to be misplaced or ooh, like i borrowed this i you know i'll give it back and shit like my nigga what are you doing so just the, the whole aspect of personal space especially during a pandemic it's like don't touch it it don't belong to you Really, like just at the end of the day, just don't touch it. That includes people, exactly. That's what I can tell you, exactly. So, um, basically, keep your hands to yourself, stop stealing, and wash your hands, do dirty, please wash your hands. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. We're gonna wrap up, Casey. Where can they reach you if you want to reach me and Casey? You can do so at uh. I don't know. I'm just playing. K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That is on Instagram and on Twitter. If you want to reach me... What? If you want to reach me on Facebook, you can do so at KC Cloud. That's K-A-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L. If you want to reach me, you can reach me on all social media platforms at Noli Hendrix. That's N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. If you want to reach the show on... Facebook and Twitter is at the 2 a.m. podcast. On Instagram, it is the 2 Awkward Millennials. And again, our email, if you want to ask us anything about anything we discuss on the show or just talk to us in general, because we give bomb ass advice, you can hit us up at ask 2 a.m. podcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Send any questions, comments, or concerns that we'll be sure to get back to you. Also, I was a guest host on the John Effect podcast this yeah. week. So check that out. Um, Other than that, we're going to hit y'all with a remember millennials. And as always, remember millennials, you cannot change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll catch you next week. Maybe it's a holiday. We'll see. All right, y'all. Peace <laughs> out. Peace. <laughs>